Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So this is your call to worship for the fourth Saturday in September. It's September 22nd, 2018. I bring you greetings on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, and we say welcome to the Saturday afternoon and for some evening worship of Refuge from the Storm Church, a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. Remember that it's our desire to offer a gathering place for all TIs in North America and around the world, a place where we can gather together and worship God for who he is and to praise him for all that he has done. And there is nothing more important than our relationship to God through his son, Jesus Christ. In John 4, Jesus said, The worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. So again, thank you for being here today. And next Saturday, please invite another TI to worship with you. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. Again, thank you for coming. Our worship service serving team today will consist of Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, who will deliver the preach word, and please be praying for her, for her that God will use her in a mighty way. Our Elder Carolyn Cunningham will serve as our worship leader, and Elder Carolyn will also lead us in an opening hymn. Sister Helena Thompson will lead us to the throne of grace in altar prayer, and Sister Kim Straub will offer our invitation to discipleship. A reminder, I just forgot, Sister Cassandra Lewis serves as our talk shoe manager and our music coordinator, and Sister Helena Thompson assists her in that effort. A reminder of our weekly gatherings. This Wednesday night, please remember we have our small group uh, Bible study that's this Wednesday night, September the 26th. Our subject will be God Creates Families. And for other uh, Sunday School lessons, the title is Home Sweet Home. Our scripture is from Genesis, the second chapter, the 18th through the 24th verses, and Genesis, the fourth chapter, the first and the second verses. Also, Mondays through Fridays, we meet at 5.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, uh, 6.30 a.m. Eastern Time and 3.30 a.m. Pacific Time for our early morning prayer call. Please join us as often as you can. That's our early morning prayer call, Monday through Fridays at 5.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 6.30 a.m. Eastern Time, and 3.30 a.m. Pacific Time, and that's facilitated by Dr. Black. 
On Saturday mornings, we have our Saturday morning prayer call starting at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, and that's led by Minister Juanita Purdy. This coming Tuesday night, please remember that we'll have our Emotional Health and Wellness Support Group call. That's uh, this coming Tuesday, September the 25th, and that's led by uh, Sister Cassandra Lewis. And then this Friday night, Pastor is inviting everyone to remember and attend our ministry team call that's September the 28th, Friday night. That starts at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Also, our prayer focus for September as we close out September, we'll be keeping focus. And we're asking everyone to remember to pray for focus in every area of our lives, our spiritual, our personal, our families, our careers, every area of our lives. Continue to pray, pray for focus, keeping God first. Also, just a reminder, as you enter your personal prayer closet for this coming week, always remember your immediate and extended families. Pray for a hedge of protection around them and for ministering angels to attend them. Please pray for members of Refuge from the Storm Church, for TIs in North America and around the world. Pray over your houses, your apartments, your wherever you wherever you reside. Include in those prayers, please, your cities, your states, your communities, your regions, your counties, your parishes. Please pray for the nation, our national leaders. When we pray for our national leaders, peace comes. Also, please pray for all of the worldwide influencers that, that you are aware of. During the week, please send your prayer requests to the church's email address, refugefromstorm at aol.com. That's refugefromstorm at aol.com. And I'll send your prayer request right along to uh, Pastor Black and our Minister Purdy. Now, as we continue through the worship service, don't forget if you have any background noise where you are, please mute your phones as soon as you are aware of any background noise where you are. As always, we want to maintain the reverence of the service and respect whoever is speaking at the time. I thank you for your attention. Now please let us focus our attention on God as we invite the Holy Spirit to dwell in us and to move in this service. We say, Holy Spirit, fall fresh on us and have your way today. After our opening song by uh, Elder Carolyn, she will lead us in an opening, um, she will lead us through the worship service. So thank you for your attention. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. And we pray that all unity may one day be restored. 
And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. We will work with each other. We will work side by side. We will work with each other. We will work side by side. And we'll guard each person's dignity and save each person's pride. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. We will walk with each other. We will walk hand in hand. We will walk with each other. We will walk hand in hand. And together we'll spread the news that God is in our land. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. We will work with each other. We will work side by side. We will work with each other. We will work side by side. And we'll guard each person's dignity and save each person's pride. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. Amen. The scripture selected today, amen, the scripture selected today is taken from the first book of Peter, chapter 1, verse 2. God the Father knew you long ago and chose you to live holy lives with the Spirit's help so that you are obedient to Jesus Christ and are sprinkled with his blood. May goodwill and peace Fill your lives. And let us pray. Oh my God, most holy one, Lord of lords, Lord over our lives, we thank you for this great honor and privilege to worship you, especially in this body of Christ with these worshipers. We want to be holy and pure like your son Jesus. As humans, we can never achieve that, but we try. Forgive us as we sin and are led astray from our ideal and from yours. Dear Lord, forgive us when we fail to give you the glory you deserve and all the glory we are capable of giving, even with our human flaws. You chose us to be holy in all that we think, say, and do. We often forget that that is our sole purpose for being here on earth. It is not to give glory to ourselves and others but it is to be holy by loving you above all others and above all else and to love our neighbors as ourselves. You are the Holy One who gets the glory. Heavenly Father, you are the only one whom we are to worship. When we fail to do what you ask us, forgive us, please, and make us righteous again. Help us to fully embrace the tools you give us to lead holy lives every day. Guide us, Lord, through your Holy Spirit in developing and following spiritual practices that keep us on a godly path, including but not limited to daily prayer, praise and worship of you, Bible reading and study, and meditation, confession and repentance. We thank you for your Holy Spirit who leads us in our spirit, our spiritual practices, 
and the direction you would have us go. Growth in your holy ways, Lord, can only come from following your ways and not ours. Thank you for the spiritual path you give us, which make us closer to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Now we'll listen to worship song, worship and praise song, He's Working It Out by Shirley Caesar. That will be followed by the author prayer, which will be offered today by Sister Helena.
Helena? Helena, are you there? I'm here. Someone's speaking over me. Yes. Uh, this is the church service, ma'am. We're about to have altar prayer. Yes, I was joining the call. Okay, would you would you uh, just be, be quiet and listen? I'm sorry, one more time. Would you would you please just, just listen? This is the church service. We're about to have prayer. Sure. Heavenly Father, I just thank you again, Father, for this day that you made, that you gave us the opportunity again to gather in your precious name. And we do lift you up today, and we just glorify your precious name, Father God. I thank you for everyone on the call. I thank you for our regular visitors, and I pray for any any visitors that are here, our regular callers, forgive me. I pray that each one will be blessed, that you will anoint every word that comes throughout this service, every song, every word, May it magnify your precious name. I thank you, Lord, that despite all the trials that we go to as a TI community, you are there. And although we have bad days, bad nights, often discouraged, Lord, we trust you and only you. And we believe that whatever reason we're going through this, you're working it out for our good. And that we will 
give you the glory, the honor, and the praise for everything that you do and will continue to do for us. We pray today and lift up each TI that's on the phone and those around the world. Father, I just pray that your hand would be on each and every one. You will calm each spirit, that we will heal each body, that you will hear each prayer. I pray for our stalkers, Lord. I pray that somehow, some way, in the prayer times in our gatherings, that some, at least some, will come to know you as their Savior. Father, I lift them up to you, Lord. Pray, Father, that you will touch them and work it out for their good as well. For the enemy wants to steal their souls. They don't understand that. And so we fight on their behalf as well. And we ask you to touch them in a way that they've never felt before. That you would whisper to them as they sleep. That you would send your ministering angels to speak to their subconscious mind. That you will soften their hearts. That you will turn them away from their wicked works, Father. And turn their eyes towards heaven to you, Lord. We thank you that you are able. You are willing. We thank you, Lord, that you are so majestic. Thank you, Lord. There is nothing impossible for you to do. So we look to you for everything. We thank you. I thank you, Lord, for every life that is on this line. I thank you for every breath to supply for us. Each breath, Father, for some of us, it's hard to breathe, but you're still giving us that life. And I give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Pray that you will lift up the brokenhearted today. Those that may be on the line that are discouraged. Those that may have fears. Those with financial problems. Father, we cast our cares upon you. We place them at your feet. Ask you to lift them up. Carry our burdens for us as you can and you do. And we thank you that you're such a big God that you can handle every prayer, no matter how great or small it is. Because your word says that your eyes on the sparrow. You know what the sparrow eats each and every day. How much more are you attentive to our needs? We just give you all of that today, and we ask you to bless Pastor as she delivers the word today. Pray that all the sound system will just work perfectly throughout the service today. That you will anoint her words, that you have prepared her spirit to deliver your word, and help us as a congregation to hear it, to listen and to apply it to our lives as we hang up the phone. Help us not to forget. I pray, Father, that you will lift our pastor up, 
and just heal her body, mind, and spirit, Father. She has a great load that she has to carry. And we ask that you lift it from her shoulders and give her the strength to do so. And we vow to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. And we thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Lena, for that very loving and holy prayer. Now let us listen to Take Me to the King by Tamala Mann as we prepare our hearts and souls to receive the message which will follow. Today it will be delivered by Reverend Millicent. See you on? Yeah. Okay. Would you mind muting your phone, please?
Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Can you all hear me? Yes. Can you all hear me? Yes. 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 Good. Good, good. I give thanks and praise to God for this day, to Jesus Christ, who is our Savior and our Redeemer, and to the blessed Holy Spirit, who makes up the Holy Trinity for being here today, and I thank him for each of you this day. I also want to thank the the uh, ministry team for working with me to bring to you today this church service. I'm going to ask each of you if you will mute yourself. That will cut down on any background noise. And if that does not work, we then can uh, afford sometimes to mute you, and we will then unmute you again by the time. We are ready for prayer. I'm going to go right on into the message for the afternoon uh, with our scripture coming from Esther, chapter 4, verses 13 through 14. I preached from this scripture early, early, early in the year and have been drawn back to it, have gotten some new revelations, and pray that you will be blessed by it. From the New Living Translation, Mordecai sent this reply to Esther. Don't think for a moment that because you're in the palace, you will escape when all other Jews are killed. If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place but you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for such, just such a time as this. And I'm going to include a second scripture this afternoon because it will remind us of what happens when we have God's power at work on our behalf. Coming from Romans chapter 12, verse 3. It reads, For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man, the measure of faith. God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Let us pray. Great and mighty God, we come this day to thank you, O oh God, for another opportunity to gather, O oh God, around your word. We praise you, Father God, because you have so graciously prepared for us a roadmap by which we can live. Thank you, Father God, for writing in the Bible, O oh God, the stories that remind us of your, of your great and mighty power, of how you are faithful to your people, of how, O oh God, you showed up, God, when it looked like all else was lost. We thank you, Father, this day for fixing our hearts to receive the word of the living God. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would work in us, give us ears to hear and hearts to receive what the Spirit is saying to the church in Jesus' name. 
Amen. The the topic of our list of our message this afternoon is kind of twofold. The first one being for such a time as this. And the second one, which kind of could be a colon, were it not for grace. Grace for such a time as this. Today, Pericope tells of the challenge of a woman in biblical history who had to stand up for her people, even if it cost her her life or her position in the palace of the king. Esther, whose Hebrew name is Hadassah, and her cousin Mordecai were of the tribe of Benjamin. Benjamin was the youngest son of Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. You all will remember the night he wrestled with the angel all night long. Benjamin was also Joseph's full brother, and Joseph was used by God at another place in time to save the nation, which is how Israel got to Egypt. Esther's parents had apparently died during the invasion of Jerusalem by the Babylonians. Eventually, the Medes and Persians overthrew Babylon and Ahasuerus became king. This overthrow was an exact fulfillment of the promise that God made to Habakkuk. So don't you give up on God keeping God's promises to you. Remember he told Habakkuk, write the vision on the wall, and though it tarries, wait for it. So even when it doesn't come right away, just know that it's coming. Uh, a friend of mine who was also a, a great preacher used to tell us if it isn't fixed, he's still working. Also, don't forget that delays is not denied. It was a drought that got Israel to Egypt, and it was disobedience that caused the exodus of Israel to Babylon and on to Persia, which is modern-day Iran. According to Hebrew reporting, Mordecai was part of the first group of exiles taken from Jerusalem to Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar. You all will remember the time that Nebuchadnezzar had with the Hebrew boy. It is estimated that at the time of the plot to exterminate the Jews, the Hebrews, Mordecai was more than 100 years old. King Saul is said to have been on Esther and Mordecai's family tree, for he was also of the tribe of Benjamin. There are several definitions of the word grace, one of them being God's unmerited favor. That's a favorite one among the Baptists. God's ability to provide salvation and bestow blessings is another definition. My favorite definition of grace is God's ability in my inability. Today we'll see a display of God's grace. Though the word God is never mentioned in this entire book of the Bible. It's almost as if God isn't spoken of, though we see his hand over and over and over again. The first act of grace was Esther's selection to the king's harem. We don't know how Esther felt about being in this place, but God's grace caused her to submit to his will. Queen Vestas' refusal to be sexually exploited by the king 
costed her the royal position as wife of the king. The king, it is told, summoned Vashti to the banquet where he and his buddies had been drinking for quite some time. Some scholars reported that he wanted her to come naked, and she refused, and that got her banished from the palace. There is so much said about the fact that God is not actually mentioned in the book of Esther. However, God's presence and God's providence is seen throughout the story of this woman and her family. Her destiny in Persia was to the palace of the king. Her calling in the kingdom of God was to be revealed like Joseph in the days of King Pharaoh to save God's people. We do know that God is never absent from the affairs of his people, especially when it's dealing with delivering them from their enemies and fulfilling God's eternal plan in the earth. Mordecai was actually the problem. Like Daniel and the Hebrew boys, Mordecai refused to bow down to Haman, who was an Amalekite and kin to the Amalekite king Agag. Agag is important because when God sent Saul to destroy the Amalekites, he told him to destroy all of them and everything they owned. Instead, Saul did not kill King Agag, and they brought some of the best of their property back to Canaan. That made God angry enough to take the kingship from Saul. Haman was not a native of Persia either, but he was head prince to King Ahasuerus. Haman, though, had actually conspired to kill the king at one point, which Mordecai discovered and alerted the king. Now, because Mordecai would not bow and Haman planned to get rid of, 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 of Mordecai by spearing him and then hanging him, up for all to see, this is how Esther got brought into the picture. Haman paid the king a bounty. Now, one reference says the bounty was $10 million. Another reference said it was $153 million. So you can see Haman was not a poor man. And all of this money was being paid for permission to commit genocide against all of the Hebrew people in Persia. So God's next act of grace was to grant Esther favor with the king that this plan might be foiled. Though Esther is chosen as queen, her access to the king is conditional upon his summons of her presence. Mordecai, though, sends Esther news of the plot by Haman to annihilate the Hebrews and asks Esther to appeal to the king for the salvation of her people. Thus comes the challenge from Mordecai. Don't think for a moment that because you're in the palace, you will escape when all other Jews are killed. If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place, but you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. When we talk about providential provision of all the people to be made queen, here we are with the first 
Hebrew queen in the Bible. Both Esther and Israel were victims of a man struggling with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Those were the problems that Haman was having in Persia. The sinful condition of those who caused Joseph and Esther to rise to their positions also led to the fulfillment of God's plan to show God's sovereignty in his kingdom. I say in God's kingdom because it's all God. It doesn't matter that Ahasuerus was king of Persia or that Nebuchadnezzar was king of Babylon at the time. The psalmist wrote, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Solomon wrote in the book of Proverbs, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. And like the waterways, he turns it any way he wants to. Even in our own situations of being challenged and weakened in our bodies by attacks and assaults of using the use of weapons that we cannot see, if we keep quiet, deliverance will come from another source. God may choose you to expose the plot of a Haman in your life. God brought us together to stand together, to pray together, and to strengthen each other as we fight the good fight of faith in this dark and dying world. Several things jumped out at me as I studied the story of Esther. I mean, afresh and anew. The first thing that, that came to my attention, there is purpose in your position. Are you all familiar with the term one up and one down? The one on top or in charge is considered the one who is up. The one down is the one who takes the orders, who does the dirty work. So in a job, the boss is one up and you are considered the one down. In the job, however, you're dogs, you're mistreated, your plots and plans are brewing for you to be fired. And suddenly, grace shows up. God turns the tables and guess who's on top now? Favor shows that you have made knowledge, have more knowledge, more experience, and more compassion. So the job becomes yours, and now you are the boss. Esther surely would have been considered one down. She was not of the proper race. In fact, she had to hide the fact that she was not from the king's country. However, being one down did not make a difference with God. But we saw how he turned the tables and she became the one on top. The second thing that jumped out at me is hard places can't stop the hand of God's blessing. Hard places cannot stop the hand of God's blessing. The bills are due and the car breaks down. You have to choose between paying the light bill or buying food. Hard places, we've all been, been there. The devil is looking at you saying, what are you going to do now? Grace shows up, a check in the mail, or someone presses a $100 bill in your hand after church or even in the parking lot of the grocery store, and you're on your way into the store not knowing how you would pay for all that you need. Grace. Esther and Israel were in a hard place. One wrong move and Esther could have lost the king's favor and Israel would have been put to death were it not for grace. The third thing that came to my attention was the timing and the plan is God. 
Do you remember the song? Many of you may remember, especially as, as children, you can't hurry God. It went, you just have to wait. You've got to trust him and give him time, no matter how long it takes. The real challenge comes next. He's a God that you can't hurry. But the promise is he'll be there. Don't you worry. He may not come when you want it, but he's right on time. Esther did not rush in to see the king. She ran before the presence of the king of kings. It was after fasting and praying that grace came. God's grace became bigger than Esther's fear of what would happen to her if the king did not receive her. Esther was granted to prepare not one but two dinners for the king. And at each one of them, she was asked, what can the king do for you? It was during one of these requests that Esther asked for the salvation of herself and her people and exposed the plan of Haman to destroy them. The fourth thing we need to remember when we think about Esther is pride is to destruction as humility is to honor. Our grandmamas used to tell us pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. If your grandmama did not say that to you, you should have had mine. What she meant was, if we didn't humble ourselves but insisted on having it our own way, when we wanted it, how we wanted it, because we felt privileged, then life has a way of bringing you down. We were often told, just stay humble. The Bible describes the term humble as preferring others over yourself, not promoting yourself, but allowing God to bring you up. I heard a sermon while I was in seminary. In fact, it was the first sermon I heard when I got to the campus. The title of the sermon was, The Way Up is Down. We were instructed to not seek so much to be served as to serve. Haman's end is written in the book. He allowed pride to rule his life and to determine his end. Mordecai and Esther remained humble. They sought God, waited for instructions, and carried them out. Grace responded to the humility of God's servants, and favor bought the blessing. Then the last thing that I got from the scripture as I began to study again for it was God's blessings are bigger than our troubles. How many times have you looked at your situation and could see no way out? You may have turned that thing around every way possible looked at it upside down and inside out and could see no solution to the problem. Then came grace, God's ability and my inability, God's unmerited favor, the way that God would get to you, the blessing. Grace showed up and blessed you in spite of the devil asking you, what are you going to do now? The Bible says the blessings of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. Esther and Israel faced trouble from Haman that seemed like the end of the people of God. Esther had to obey the instructions of the Lord, and Esther received double for her trouble. The king gave her all of Haman's property and all of Haman's possessions. Now, I've said to you before that Haman wasn't a poor man. Remember, he was offering 10 million dollars by one man's estimation and $158 million to the king for permission to kill the children of Israel. 
Esther fasted and asked others to join with her to gain favor with the king. She had to have the favor of the king of kings, who was God himself, if she was to be successful in gaining access to King Ahasuerus. However, God gave her what she needed to complete the task. Esther had been brought to the kingdom of God, just like you and me, for such a time as this. She might have been born in another lifetime. She might have crossed the Red Sea with Moses or walked with Jesus at any point during his reign on earth. But God had Esther to be born at just the right time and to live in just the right place to fulfill God's plan and her destiny in the lives of God's people in history. In spite of your losses, what are your victories? What stumbling blocks have become your stepping stones? What roadblocks have become your way through? What about your relationship with God? Would your prayer life be as strong as it is now? Would your devotion be as sweet or your worship as vibrant without the oppression and persecution of the enemy? God's grace not only caused Haman to take Mordecai's place on the gallows, but the king gave the Hebrews permission to defend their lives against the Persians. And God gave them power to destroy their enemies. Mordecai wore the robe and the ring that had once belonged to Haman. And they both were commissioned by the king. And Esther remained queen of Persia. Esther made herself available for such a time as this. And God turned their situation around. Listen to the words of this song. Sometimes discouraged but not defeated. Cast down but not destroyed. There are times that I don't understand, but I believe it's turning around for me. I've had struggles and disappointments. There were times I felt so alone. Some of my friends, they let me down, but I still believe it's turning around for me and it's turning around for you. God bless you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Reverend Millicent, for that enlightening and inspirational message of the story of Esther and how God always shows up regardless of our, how our circumstances appear. Now let us listen to Waymaker by Sinash. That will be followed by the invitation to discipleship, which Sister Kim will offer.
We are at the point in the worship service where we will offer the invitation to discipleship. If you are on the call tonight and you desire to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please remember, Jesus loves you. He is in the healing business for those who are lonely, brokenhearted, or at the end of the rope. Some steps to take on the road to salvation. Admit you can't save yourself from your sin. Be willing to repent and turn away from sin. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you and rose again. And invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer of salvation. Dear God, I know I'm not able to save myself from sin. I know I'm not where I want to be, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt. Come into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Unite with Refuge from the Storm Church or a Bible-based church in your local community. Start reading the Bible and email us at mgrace321 at gmail.com. To become a member for prayer or for suggestions on how to start your journey through the Bible. Amen. Thank you, Sister Kim. Now let us listen, listen to the closing worship song, Thank You, by Walter Hawkins and Donnie McClurkin followed by final remarks and a benediction offered by Reverend Millicent.
Amen. Amen. Thank you. I pray that, that we've all gotten to the place where in spite of our situation or circumstances, we're able to say thank you to the Lord for all he's done for us. It's my desire that you all are fed each week from the word of God, that it becomes a relevant word as I try and apply it to your and our situation uh, so that we can see that what happened in years past and gone is still happening today. And the same God that we've read about in the Bible is still present and working in the affairs of men. That's my desire. I pray that if anyone did uh, accept the invitation to become a member of the family of God, that you prayed that prayer with Sister Kim. If that was you, please uh, send an email to refugefromstorm at AOL.com, and we'll get right back with you to talk with you more about the decision that you've made and to pray with you about any concerns that you might have. At the end of this session, when the recording has ended, we will be happy to stay on, on the call and pray with any of you that desires to have prayer. We pray that you've been blessed enough this afternoon that you would join us on next Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our next church service. We pray that you would also jo consider joining us on Wednesday evening for our, our Bible study as well as Monday through Friday morning for early risers, we get up at 5.30 in the morning in Tennessee and 6.30 uh, on the East Coast and in the North for prayer. We spend an hour to an hour and a half seeking God's face for the day, for the week, for other people. We are definitely in intercession concerning the affairs of the nation. So join us. If you haven't been in early risers, if you manage to get more sleep than we do at night, Join us on, on Monday through Friday at 6.30 Eastern Time. We also have opened back up for the Saturday morning prayer team meeting, which is ran by Minister Juanita. Uh, that meeting is at 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. I apologize to any of you for the, the confusion that we had this morning. Promise to have that fixed by next Saturday so that things can run smoothly. I hope that you all will... Uh, find an easier time of us getting together on, on talk shoes than we had in the other place that we tried for the first few days of the week. Uh, just thankful to God that he provides us with a place for meeting. As we close this meeting in prayer, Father, thank you that you have revealed your love to us today, oh God. Thank you, Father, that you are the same God that cared for Esther and the Hebrews during the Persian captivity, and you are caring for us today. We invite you to send us out from here in the power of the Holy Spirit, fan into flame, O oh God, the gifts that you have given unto us. For your word says that your gifts and callings are without repentance. You don't ever change your mind. Come and reveal your grace and your truth to us, O oh God, each day. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.